Welcome to the Fit Vegan Podcast, the show where we help you optimize your health, fitness, and mindset on a whole food plant-based lifestyle. My name is Maxim Siguain. I am a former triathlete, powerlifter, bodybuilder, and basketball player, and I've been vegan for over nine years. I'm also the founder and CEO of Fit Vegan Coaching, which has helped over 500 vegans from 20 different countries to completely transform their bodies and their health. I'm excited for you to hear today's episode. Let's get into the show. All right. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Fit Vegan Podcast. Today, we're joined with a Fit Vegan superstar, Julie. Julie, how are you doing today? I'm doing very well. Thank you for having me. Yes, very excited for us to chat. Um, it is actually in the morning that we're recording this, so it's perfect. <laughs> yes, it is um, morning. <laughs> so yeah, very excited to chat about your transformation, your 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 journey, your process, kind of how everything went. Um, and you know, hopefully, there's some tidbits of, of of knowledge and nuggets that people will be able to learn and implement for themselves to to help them be successful with their transformation. Um, because there's a big difference in your photos. Uh, from from when you originally started, and I was just looking at your numbers. So you you went from 171 to 150 at, at your lowest point, uh, yes. And you can definitely see the shift in body composition, the the muscle that you've built when you started. And I always like to kick off with giving the opportunity for for the member to share kind of what is on their plate, because a lot of people make the assumption of like, hey, it's easy for Julie, it's easy for uh, anyone that's in the program to do this because all they have to do is work out and eat healthy and they don't really have any other obligations in their life. Um, and I know you have other things going on than just working out and exercising. And so if you don't mind giving just a, a, a quick background as to like who you are, what you do and kind of what got you uh, in the program. Sure. Um... Well, um, I am a registered nurse. I have been for over 26 years, but I specialize and am certified in infection prevention and control. So you can only imagine what my life has been since 2020. It has been crazy and been um, very busy. And that leads me to one reason why I joined the program was because I did lose a lot of myself during that time. I worked mm. a whole, whole lot. I was very unhealthy mentally and physically, um, just trying to care for others and um, really giving my all. And um, I put on about 15 pounds during that time and just eating junk. People were kind to us. They would bring us food at vaccine clinics and different things, but it was always fast food and things. So that's what mm -hmm. I was living off of. Didn't have time to cook when I went home and things like that. Um, so that was my life for a long period of time. And then I went um, also into some, some consulting. I also started my own business, which has really helped me a lot with this program, grow some confidence and um, grow some self-assurance. And that my business has actually almost doubled in the past like year. And um, Beautiful. So I, I, yeah, I actually owe a lot of this program to also that as far as mental um, health and well-being. Um, I do mm -hmm. have a teenage son. And um, he keeps me busy as baseball and high school stuff. And then two of my sons are grown and live out of the house, but still come in and visit and we do things like that. So really good, fruitful life. Um, just, yeah, I am very busy. <laughs> so, yeah, I can imagine. Well, first off, congratulations on, on starting the business and doubling your business. Um, Thank you. Yeah, as you as you've experienced, like gaining control over your body and your health is like a base foundation to up level other areas of your life and it does give you that that discipline to improve those other areas as well 
because you can see that you can do it with your body. I totally agree. Didn't see it until, of course, I joined. And just encouraging, like, reading good books and listening to good podcasts, um, watching good things um, just really helped. And that's also encouraged in this program. It's not just about working out and eating right. Um, I kind of enveloped the whole, like, holistic approach. And I think it did mm -hmm. me well. <clears throat> yeah, beautiful. Um, you shared something like people were bringing you guys food as nurses to, to, to the clinic. And it's so interesting. Like, I, I love human psychology. It's like, we'll be like, oh, well, let's bring them food. Let's like bring them donuts or like cookies yep. or thing, like things that are fast to grab that. I know the intention is to be like, hey, I want to buy you food that like you'll be happy to see. Right. If I bring you a platter of hummus and veggies, like most people are going to be like, eh, but they're going to eat it. Right. So right. It's, it's like we need we need to normalize bringing a platter of fruits and vegetable and hummus or things like that versus like donuts tends to be the go to when you want to yep. bring someone something. Yep. It was definitely donuts, lots of pizza, um, pastries. Um, every now and then they do coffee, but it was always like frappuccinos and lots of whipped cream and milk and different things. And um, I I wasn't vegan or plant-based then. So, of course, I ate and partaked and um, yeah. suffered some consequences from that. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we need to normalize bringing healthy food um, to people, especially for mm -hmm. you guys that are being in the health field. like we want to keep you you and everyone healthy i i definitely agree and i mean i think it led to some mental fog a lot of times with nursing um eating late at night eating pizza and eating things they brought you just don't think as clearly and i do believe that that was a, a big thing too that happened during that time yeah and you can only do that for so long right yeah. like the combination of long hours and not eating proper food uh eventually the body just just crashes yeah um, of course did you did you experience that th throughout the past few years as you were working all these hours and kind of food was not what it yes. is now? I would say definitely um, I did experience that and I didn't focus on sleep at all. I kind of wore a badge of honor of I only lead four or five hours. It was kind of this, oh, <laughs> I'm better than you type thing. And it's so funny when I look back because um, I'm not that way now at all. Thanks to you all and um, my husband. Um, he prior towards his sleep. And so that's what I do now. Um, but I did crash. There were times I just go to bed crying. I didn't know why, what was going on, just stress and not eating well, not feeling good in my body, um, and not sleeping and just not prioritizing myself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love that you said that it is a weird badge of honor that we tend to like wear mm -hmm. in just in society in general also. Right. It's, um, I can operate on less sleep than you. Yes. I think it's odd. And the opposite should be like, <laughs> I can do more in three hours than you can do in eight because I'm well right? rested and I can right. operate properly. Exactly true. It is weird. That badge. It is. It's something people throw out. They throw around being too busy and not needing so much sleep. It's a North so, American thing, though. It's yeah, not really like that. any of that in Europe. Yeah, it's not. I hear it's, that. It's, it's, <laughs> it's a North American thing for sure. Um, so I'm, I'm curious, like, how did you originally come to hear about me before you came to the program? Well, I will tell you, um, I have been plant based a year in December, but I didn't okay. start with you until March of like last yeah. year, of course, or yeah. Um, so I was plant-based starting in December, 
wasn't really difficult. Um, um, a lot of reasons why I went plant-based and then I came upon probably your Instagram or something. And then I did okay. research you, went to podcasts, went to other things to kind of see. And then we connected through um, Messenger on Instagram um, just to see how um, you could help me or what your program was all about. So that's how I came about it. And w was there any uncertainties be before joining? Like, had you worked with someone online before? Oh, no, I have not worked with anyone online. Um, yes, uncertainties, of course. Time commitment, of course, financial investment, um, uprooting my life and making it all different. Um, what would my friends say? Um, at the time, I was just dating the guy I'm married to now. You know, would this interrupt a lot of things in our, you know, kind of new relationship? Um, mm. Would I be weird with my kids and cook differently? I mean, I could go on and on. There were a few reservations about it. Yes. Yes. And how, how did all of these pan out? All of these fears that you had before? <laughs> they all worked like, out. time-wise? Yeah. yeah. Um, they all worked out, which is funny. Um, I'm kind of... A little bit of a perfectionist, which isn't the greatest personality trait at times. So I get real hard on myself about things. So I would not miss a workout. I mean, I think I went, I think I went an easy seven months without missing a single workout. I did my four a week, no matter what. Um, and then, um, so I knew that I needed to give myself a little bit of a break at times because I did have a cold in there. And of course I caught COVID during that time. And so I needed to take a break. So I did learn that I could move things, jockey things around with the program and still get the outcome that I needed for the end of the day or the end of the week. Um, and as far as meal planning, okay, let's say I didn't get all three days done. Well, I would do two and then I would just make up, you know, the other day, make it another day that I would plan. Um, and just, you know, going out to eat, just learning about that through podcasts and you guys' education how to look at a menu, what to ask the waiter, just things like that. So all these fears kind of did lift and, um, um, we just, it was, it wasn't that difficult, but yes, there is change and yes, you have to be consistent. That's probably one of the biggest challenges is consistency. Yeah. And, and that's, that's the game changer, right? It's, yes, it's not sure. like we, 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 and we can say this and it's been like this for every single member we've ever coached. Like it wasn't, the journey has never been perfect the whole way through. Right. Right. But what got you to this place and everyone else was like, ah, I was like a 70% they gave it all I had. Right. And then tomorrow we just keep showing up. Um, yeah, I'm curious how that affected, uh, your, um, uh, your cooking for the, for the, for the family and eating with your family. What did you notice that was different? Sure. Um, one thing, of course, that was helpful is you guys giving me the menu and, um, of course, the recipes. So that helped me be creative because I would say when I went plant-based in December, I had no cooking skills when it came to plant-based. So I learned a lot through um, you all and things that you promoted as far as look at this new recipe. Um, my, my teenager embraced it somewhat, but I would always try to make him something separate. Um, I don't push being vegan on him. I mean, I still buy milk for him and he still has some cheese, but, um, you know, he's 17. So he has to make that journey himself. Um, mm -hmm. but he appreciated what I, what I did and he saw what I was doing and making two different meals and, um, wasn't that difficult. And he would pitch in and make his own meals. And since then, what's funny is he's 
got a girlfriend that is vegan. And so he oh. is now going <laughs> He's surrounded. Oh, vegan thing. And of course I'm like, oh, you didn't listen to your mom, but you're listening to your 17 year old girlfriend. Okay. Okay. I gotcha. <laughs> so, Usually so, um, how it works. <laughs> yeah. Right. Why would they listen to me? But um, we have cooked together, me and his girlfriend, and he has been there. So um, that's kind of a side note. But um, I don't think I don't think it was difficult to be honest. The meals are pretty easy. They don't take forever to make, which I love. They're not complicated. Um, and when you buy things at the store, you kind of use it into the next week and the next week and the next week. It's not like you're buying one thing of spice and you never use it again. Mm -hmm. So there's not a lot of waste. Um, and I really like that as far as the meal prep. Beautiful. Um, well, yeah, your son is surrounded now. He's going to eventually, he's going to transition over. Uh, yes. And as, as far as, um, as parenting goes, because I know a lot of people, a lot of parents that come into the program have that fear that to, to put some priority and some time for themselves to like change the nutrition and to, and to work out, have, you, you be as honest as you want with this, but has it made you a better parent or does it just nothing has changed? Oh, good question. Um, well, my boy does go to school during the day. And now that I'm working, um, consulting more and doing things, I do have a lot more time at home. So I will admit mm -hmm. that I can prioritize my workouts throughout my work day, probably a little bit easier than someone that's working an eight to five. Cause there's be times I'd be mm -hmm. in the gym at 10 AM, you know, other people are working. Yeah. So that, does lead to um, it not being so difficult for me. Um, as far as parenting, no, I think that he saw it was a priority. I, um, my boyfriend at the time saw it was a priority. There'd be times I'd want to like, you know, go over to my boyfriend's house and be like, I'm going to skip workout. And he's like, no, you can't come over until you do workout. So he knew how important it was to That's me. That's a good partner. Yeah. And he yeah. knew that I would, I would beat myself up that night is what I would do. I would just be like, oh my mm. God, I can't believe I missed it. I probably excuse me, I probably gained one pound over it or something. And he knew he didn't want to go through that either, but he didn't want yeah. me to go through that. And um, eating Smart out man. was the same yeah. way. He would look at the menu and be like, this is going to be better for you than this, you know, or whatever. But um, as far as being a better actually parent and girlfriend and partner, um, I think it made me better because I think I did gain confidence and I did something hard and did it. And so, um, there's nothing better to say than that. <clears throat> yeah, that's beautiful. And you know, you have a good partner when he, when oh, he yeah, does he these is. things for like, do Thank not you. come over <laughs> until you do those, <laughs> until you do those exercises. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you mentioned you went plant-based a little bit before you joined. So maybe like three, four months mm -hmm. before. Yes. Yes. Three months. Yeah. Three. So three months. Um, was there anything that that you did when you when you came into the program from the strategies that we gave you that helped you um, get some quick wins, whether that is from uh, a system standpoint, training, nutrition, or mindset? Yes, quick wins for sure. Um, I think kind of opening up and um, being vulnerable, talking about your mm -hmm. weight, talking about where you want to be and get to. Um, I use coach Nicole and she is just wide open, transparent door. And it's just like, come on, let's talk. Let's get down to the dirty. And, um, she got to know me really well and that's helped tremendously. Um, quick wins was being vulnerable and doing that. And quick wins was doing the meal prep. Like I didn't know what to make. Um, I, I was plant-based, but eating salads and baked meat and stuff like that. 
Um, you yeah. guys taught me whole food, what that really means. And I will admit, even if I eat fake meat or whatever, when I'm out, I don't feel as great to be honest. Yeah. Um, and so I know the repercussions. Um, so definitely doing the meal prep, looking at the, um, vegan meal plan. Um, also strength training. Didn't realize I was a cardio queen. Like you've probably talked to a million trillion females <laughs> that say that. Um, I, you've done a lot more, but I used to run half marathons. I used to run all the time and not lift and all that stuff. And, you know, did different little warrior dashes and different things like that and didn't ever lift. And so to synopsis, quick wins were definitely being vulnerable, talking about what needs to happen, the meal prepping, the plans, and also the strength training. Yep, definitely right off yeah. the bat, it was had to change. Yep, beautiful. So it was like a lot of like a lot of major habits had to shift. Yeah. Um, so uh, I I like to dive dive into the the cardio strength training part because. Okay. Um, it is something that I hear daily, multiple yeah. times a day. <laughs> it's a, it's a daily yeah. thing for the past three years. What difference has it made for you to start strength training? <sighs> Tremendous difference. Um, of course, you've talked about my body composition and that alone. Um, just trimming down. Um, cardio never did that to me. I mean, when I was running half marathons, I was heavy. I mean, I was heavy, mm -hmm. but I'd also eat all the time because I was always so hungry all the time because I was doing so much cardio. Um, yeah. But um, so strength training and the exercise you put in guided me to do the right thing. And um, I was wore out. So I didn't want to do cardio after that anyway. So, you know, I'm increasing weight. I'm um, looking at the reps, doing all that, learning about new machines um, in the gym, learning about how to switch out a barbell for, you know, a hand weight, things like that. Um, and so I would just get on the treadmill just to kind of warm up if I went in the morning. Um, yeah. and I did join a rowing class cause I love rowing and I did that some, and I would just work really hard one day at the row class, but that's all I would do. Like, and it did not stunt any weight loss at all. So, and, um, I know it's good to do cardio, but I still do a lot of walking and things like that. And um, I yeah. still get some cardio in, but not like I was. Yeah. So yeah, definitely a mind shift. I, for sure. And I just want to point out for the people that are listening by audio, because we had, do have this available on, on YouTube as well. Um, Julia had a big smile on her face when I asked her about <laughs> strength training. <laughs> Coming from a cardio queen to not having a big smile, yes. thinking about weights. It's a, it's, a, it's a good shift in mindset. Um, yes. Yeah, you're right. There is that fear that if I do less cardio, I may put on weight and strength training won't change that much for me or that strength training will turn me into the Hulk, right? Those are kind of yeah. like the two, the two options that I, that have been brought up very often. Um, what's the most amount of cardio you've ever done throughout the program to lose the weight per week? What's the most amount of cardio I've done outside of this program before is what you're saying? Like, uh, no, no, like during the program, what's the most oh. you've ever done in a week for your oh. training plan? The most I've ever done. Um, I do try to walk every day, so I do try to get my steps in. But I don't. I mean, yeah. that's sort of cardio, but it's not hard cardio. So yeah. when I was doing I mean, like the a rope, cardio session, yeah, a cardio session. Um, I would do at the most two row classes a week at the row class that I went to. They also we also get off the urn, and we would do also strength training during that time. So it would be probably. 20 minutes of hard cardio, then we'd get off and we'd strength train and then like do another 10 minutes of cardio. 
hard cardio. So like we did that tw- 30, twice, like an hour. Yeah. yeah. For every it, week. it wasn't even an hour per time. And I would do that twice. That was it. That's the most cardio I've done. And yeah. how much cardio were you doing before the program and you were trying to lose weight per week? Oh, four times a week. Just of how four long? times. And, uh, yeah. Oh, you know, 40 minutes each. Easy. Yeah. yeah. So 80, so 160 minutes versus 60 minutes. Yeah. Um, and now you saw a better shift in body composition. Oh, for sure. I've never seen it like that. Um, the shift in the body composition. Cause I will admit probably yo-yo diet or here. I've done it my whole life back and forth. Um, never been like extremely obese or anything, but, um, I always thought I, I just put on weight a little bit easier. I feel like, so I have to watch it. And so, um, I just thought cardio was the key, but it never really got me there. So I don't know why I kept doing it crazily. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, if you don't mind, I'd like to dive into that because it is something that I see and I hear often. Mm-hmm. What what was the approach before you came with us? Like you you mentioned, like you you were doing yo yo dieting, so you probably tried a few different ways to to lose the weight before. Like yes. what was the what was the the reasoning behind? Like I got to lose a little bit of weight, like and then I was the approach to go drastic with the cardio in the the cut in nutrition, or were you just doing like I'm going to turn up ton of cardio and not watch my nutrition like what was your approach before so this is not the first program i've um air quotes officially paid for um i've done Mm -hmm. a program before and i did lose weight but then i gained it all and it was more based on um i felt like once i look back and i had educated myself since then i was eating a lot of foods that um were kind of like served a bit as diuretics a little bit i felt like um and so i was losing a lot of water weight a lot and so the scale did show but then once when you went back to eating maybe a little bit normal foods everything would just come back on um and so um also strict calorie deficit very strict though um not sustainable you know one day you're normal and the next day you're like i'm gonna eat 1100 calories for the next month, you know, it's just not sustainable. You're angry. Yeah. You're right. Um, well during this program at one point I was at, I think I got 1300 and that's, mm-hmm. that was pretty low. That was, but we kind of, yeah. we went low slowly. And so, um, yeah. And now I'm up to almost 1800 and I'm in reverse dieting yeah. now. So, um, but, um, yeah, just strict. That's what it was. It was just strict and very like, how do I say it? I don't want to say kind of mean to myself about it. Kind of hateful, kind of you've done this to yourself. Now you've got to suffer because you've done this. So I just thought part yeah. of losing the weight was going to be the suffering because um, mm-hmm. that's I had fun putting it on, didn't I? You know, so it was kind of this whole self-torture thing and not really good for mental health or even my body. And then going and sweating and running and running and running and running, you know, on the treadmill and going home and eating a salad and going to bed and wondering why I didn't sleep well. And, you know, so vicious yeah. cycles, vicious cycles and, um, yeah, unhealthy. So, yeah. Um, I like that you said that because a lot of times we do feel like we need to punish ourselves if we've like put on excess weight. Right. Mm-hmm. There was a point in my life where I was 80 pounds over uh, what I am now. 
Um, and there is like, I've enjoyed myself now time to suffer, yeah. to go back down because it's the, um, mainstream media way of like losing weight. Right. That's what's common is like, it's dieting is hard. You have to be strict. It has to be severe. How was this fat loss? Right. And, and I know that like, I know it wasn't easy, right? Like yeah. for us to go down, slow in your calories, like 1300 calories is the end of the cut. Like you didn't live there the whole time, right? We, no. we got there for a short period of time. But I know it was challenging. Like, how was this cut versus the other fat loss you've done before when you were in that cycle of like yo-yo dieting? Um, more doable um, and more attainable. Um, having the coach there, of course, helped because I would message her if I was struggling with something. Um, Nicole's very good about getting back with me. Um, don't torture yourself. She said, Oh my God, you had one Hershey kiss. It's okay. You know, things like that. <laughs> yeah. um, so, um, I didn't cheat a lot early on at all on the diet, man. I didn't even have a chip. Like I was, I'm either all or none. I'm kind of like that, but now I'm a little bit, you know, now that I've kind of got the goal, I'm kind of like branching out and doing things. Um, and you're reverse dieting. You have a lot yeah. more food to eat now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're working on up. Yep. Um, so I just felt like it was less, I don't know, torturous on my soul, on my mind, <laughs> on my spirit, on my well-being, on my guts, on, um, on just everything. Um, because if in the other diets, if you're highly restrictive, like that's all you think about is food. Like when you're restricting, yeah. all you think about is food. And it's just this whole weird dynamic of the thing that you can't have is a thing you're thinking about the most. And so it's torturous. <laughs> and so I learned here how to like, if I knew there was going to be a pizza party, how to take my food and not feel bad. Like I didn't feel mm -hmm. like I was missing out on anything. I actually felt sorry for the people that they were eating cheese. Cause I knew they would feel like crap later, but you know, so um, yeah. I didn't want any of it. Um, and so I would say that's how it's different. Um, and they slow, we slowly went down and then slowly went back up. And so that helps instead of this big drastic cut, like the other things have been, you know, um, they just tell you this yeah. is what you're going to do and you stay there and it's just, it's tough. Yeah, it was tough. Yeah. Um, I've personally been a part of programs like that before also, which is why I structured this one differently because you develop a very unhealthy relationship with food. Yes. And with exercise, because exercise starts to become a means of compensation. If ever you do go over this very strict regimen, um, and it does lead you to, yeah, want something that's not on the piece of paper. It's telling you what to eat. Yeah. And I'm happy that you're, that you're deviating from, from the plan now being reverse dieting is a perfect spot to do that because you have more wiggle room because you're able, your metabolism is speeding up. You can eat more calories. But also that's the reality. Like you can have a slice of v pizza as long as it's vegan, right? You have right, a slice right. of vegan pizza as long as you make it fit in your calories and the rest of the day is great. There's nothing wrong with it. So you don't develop the mindset of like, oh, this is bad. I can't have it. If I have it, I'm terrible. I need to be punished by yes. cutting my calories the next day. Yes. When I interviewed with the gentleman to get on this program, one thing that was me that I said is I don't want to continue the unhealthy relationship with food. That's what I told him. I want this to be different. And he goes, then it will be. And then there you go. So, yeah, I think it was with Kyle that you spoke. I think that rings a bell. Yeah. 
Kyle's awesome. I, I, yeah. me and Kyle have been working together for, for like seven plus years. He's a, yeah. he's been on the program. He's lost a bunch of weight. He knows the benefits of it. So there you go. That's why he's okay. the, the best person to, to help, to help guide people. Um, so you now you've had a awesome transformation. There's been a lot of mindset shifts. Um, and I think you've had a different perception about how fat loss can be and how you can fuel yourself to feel a certain way. So I'm curious, like, what are the best, like, skills and new things that you've learned throughout our, our time together um, that you know you'll be able to bring forward with you once you're done? So new skills, um, definitely um, the recipes. That's definitely a new skill for me. Um, learning about the new spices that you guys say to use. I mean, I don't even know what nutritional yeast was ever until I met you guys. Oh, that's a great discovery. Yeah. <laughs> had no idea and now i go through the bottles you know and if it says yeah. like put one tablespoon i most time put two because i like it that much so yeah and yeah, um, i go to the bulk section and i yeah, get a bag what, of it yeah, for the house I, I go to the bulk <laughs> i go to the bulk now i learned the bulk is the way to go yes not the little yeah. bottle um yeah so definitely the new recipes and um spices and tastes that i've become accustomed to that i really liked um, the different things you can use um, tofu with and, um, mm. you know, tempeh and things like that. Um, so that's definitely something I'll take with me. Um, some great thing that I learned also during this time was that um, NEAT, the non-exercise activity thermogenesis, is that what it is? Okay. Uh, NEAT, yeah, yeah. Okay. And I did not really know that. And it blew my mind. I even went and watched more YouTubes about it because I'm like... You mean when I'm walking, like my 7,000 steps, I'm doing more than I was doing in the gym? Like, you can understand, this is a concept oh, that yeah. I don't think people understand or get. It has never been told. Um, and I mean, I work in the medical field. It's not something, yeah, we say go out and do brisk walks, but we still tell people to work out cardio three mm -hmm. to four times a week, 30 minutes, you know, we say that. Um, yeah. So that has been super helpful. I've even told people about that. Um, so that's another thing that I've learned that I could carry on and definitely strength training. Um, I won't be shy, I am 48. So I do know that like my bones are important. And um, as I get older for um, calcium and bone loss and different things, osteoporosis and things. And so I want to make sure that I'm still continuing the strength training not going crazy on a treadmill because that's not going to help me as much long-term. So I did mm -hmm. learn that on this program also. Um, and I did learn also to kind of be kind to myself. Um, that's one thing that Nicole said, um, quit beating yourself up, you know, be kind. It's okay. Look in the mirror and say, Hey, it's okay. And I know something that you repeat over and over is just do the next meal, right? Just because mm -hmm. you had a bad breakfast doesn't mean, okay, all day's gone. I might as well just eat pizza all day and do whatever. Yeah. Lunch can be okay. You know, lunch can be good. So you can get back on track. Um, and definitely consistency. Um, I used to think I'd have to go to the gym and stay like an hour. And I would just go from machine to machine and then, you know, treadmill and whatever. Okay, this morning I got in there, got to work, and I was out the door in 37 minutes. Okay. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that. And I will go for a walk later, but I don't need to walk in the gym. And I just love like getting in, getting it done and getting out. There's not this long like time in the gym and stuff like that. So definitely those are things I will carry with me and more. So 
Beautiful. Well, I'd like to add little things to what you shared also yes. to like educate people and share some more things with you. Like when you go in the gym and you have a sense of direction and a game plan, it does make it so much faster, so much more streamlined. Um, and I'm sure at this point you've noticed kind of how your workouts are structured, right? Every phase, like we'll either increase the amount of uh, sets, the amount of reps, like we'll play with different types of muscle fiber, but it's always a progression. We're always building upon what you were doing, right? And that's important because when I, I see people just go to the gym and go from machine to machine, I was like, it's great. You're moving your body. You're applying some stress on the muscle. But the next session, what weight did you use, right? Is it like, are you pushing as hard as you did the first time? Because you need to, because you're fitter now than the last time you went to the gym. So you need a bit more stressor to stimulate some growth from it. So just going from machine to machine is that's why most people plateau because it's not enough stress around the muscle. It's not built in a way where your body's like, oh, I need to become stronger for this new thing. And that's how you continuously get fitter. Um, for the neat, yeah, neat exercise, like you mentioned, non-exercise activity thermogenesis. So just like you sitting, standing, walking, going upstairs at work, like just you moving, like moving your hands can account for 20 to like 40% of your daily calories burned for the day. Your workout's like five to like maybe yeah. 10% max. It's very minimal. But here's the benefits of both of them is if you're walking a lot, you do all your steps versus doing like a hard cardio session, a hard cardio session will leave you hungry. Yes. Walking all your steps throughout the day won't drastically increase your hunger where you're like, I'm starving, I need to eat something, right? So it's an easy way to burn calories. It's low impact on your body. It's low stress on your body versus a hard session. And it doesn't spike your hunger after. Okay. Right? So that's a, you don't have to recover from like walking your steps all day. Um, right. Makes sense. And then strength training is not to burn calories. It's literally to tear down muscle fibers so that you can rebuild them, AKA building lean muscle. And that makes you stronger. It's bone bearing activities. Like you mentioned, it makes your bones stronger. Um, and it also helps you speed up your metabolism because the more muscle okay. tissue you have on your body, the more calories you have to burn like that you need to sustain it. So therefore you get to eat more food. Um, so yeah, that, uh, strength training is not to burn calories. You barely burn any during it. Like walking is, is the, is a, a good go-to, um, and you get to spend time in nature, which is great. Of course. Yep. All right. Yep. Uh, um, so having been in the program now, I always like to ask like, what's been the most useful tools for you, um, that have held you accountable and kept you going when you had moments where potentially you deviated, potentially moments where you didn't want to, um, you know, talking about like uh, weekly check-ins, the coach, the tribe, the group calls, like what were the things that were the most helpful for you? Sure. For me, most helpful, for me, most helpful is the structure, like um, every day getting on the calendar and seeing what needs to be accomplished. Um, I'm kind of a soul person, like I do things solo, like even when I ran, trained for half marathons, I didn't run with anyone. I didn't go with mm -hmm. anyone. When I did races, I didn't go with anyone. I'd be in the corral alone, you know, with my headphones on, just looking around. And so yeah, um, I do that too. <laughs> yes. I don't know what it is, but um, it's just my, me time, I guess you could say. So I liked the um, checkoff list, okay? And mm. I love knowing what exactly my workout is gonna be. I look at it before I go to the gym so I'll know what machines I need and whatever. And then when I get there, I just already just go at it. So definitely the app with the um, workouts and um, the other things on there. Um, 
I think also the tribe is great. I was really active on the tribe at first. I still get on there. I read everybody's stuff. I just don't always say mm. anything. But um, I'm not shy. I'll say things. Um, people will be vulnerable on there, and they will say that they've had a tough week. And, like, they'll say, I ate everything in sight. And everybody else will be like, yeah, I've been there, done that. Um, so it's good to hear the trials and tribulations, but also the successes um, that everybody shares in. Um, new people that come on are always probably a little bit scared and a little bit, oh, what have I done? And then the tribe really embraces that and says, hey, come on, you know, you got this. So I think that's important to have that support um, of normal, regular people, not a coach. Um, mm -hmm. And so also the calls are super important, especially if you're struggling with something. Um, the calls are all about education. Um I love Nicole's stuff because usually it's um, self, very um, about personal, about just being a person in this tough world and navigating through life and all the struggles, but having to put ourselves as a priority and do the things we need to do. I, but I love um, listening about the nutrition. I'm a medical person at heart, so I love learning. And there's a lot of nutrition information um, that's research-based. Um, and so it's, it's grounded in evidence. So it's nice to hear that kind of stuff and not just get that information off a Facebook post or a TikToker. Yeah. you know, come on. It's like, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so um, definitely those things I think has led to my success um, and things that um, I'll miss whenever I'm gone. But um, um, I can still listen to podcasts and do all that. But, yep. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you sharing that. Um, and the big part of, I'm happy you mentioned education. Uh, that's a big part of you being equipped to, you know, move forward by yourself after, right? Because you've done the practical through being in it, through the fat loss, through the reverse dieting. You have a better understanding of like, next time you want to do a fat loss, if you want to, like you have a better understanding that like you don't need to slash your calories in half and add tremendous amounts of carbs. You're like, hey, just go back to the basics, right? Strength training, sticking to nutrition. Yep. You know that once you get at the lower part of your calories, reverse dieting is necessary or else the weight will come back on, right? So it's going to reverse dieting. Um, yep. I, I, I did a live with Coach Sarah on Instagram yesterday and we we talked. Did you have a chance to listen to it? I have not yet. I have not. All right. So uh, I shared an analogy with her and I'll share it with you and for the people listening. Um, anytime you do a program and I'll say a good program that shows you how to do it sustainably, not that's going to like slash your calories in half, give you diuretics and a bunch of cardio because <laughs> you won't feel yeah. that great after w when you shared that, I was like, we, we strongly consider the people around you because I, when <laughs> someone did that to me, I was cranky. I was not fun yeah. to be around. So right. sustainable fat loss is great for you and your partner and the people that have to live with you or, or be around you during the day. Um, I was not pleasant to be with when I was, no, really I wasn't either. Like yeah. Um, so, you know, it, I like, I love analogies, you know, Mr. Miyagi karate kid, right? Mm -hmm. Like wax on, wax off. I've shared this yes. in a few group calls. Basically when you're in the program, it's wax on, wax off, right? Like you're practicing how to block, how to punch, how to do these things. Um, and with the, the education that you're getting through it and the knowledge, right? It's kind of helping you put it all together. And then when you're done the program and you step out into the real world, now it's your first real fight on your own. It's yep. not a controlled environment. You have a stranger yep. in front of you that 
wants to hurt you. That's life. <laughs> Sometimes just <laughs> yeah. throws you a few punches and you're, you're like, most people get punched in the face a few times, right? But then you're like, oh, uh, that's how I block. Oh, okay, this is how I strike. And then after a few punches, you're like, oh, I'm starting to get a hang of this, right? And so everyone, once they're out of the program, it's not sunshine and rainbows. They're like, hey, let me try to continue these habits, have self-accountability, not make emotion-based decision. They get right. punched in the face. They go off track for two days. Like, okay, great. Learn how to block, win the next meal, and then you get back at it, and then you continue to practice. Right, because this is a a lifetime journey, um, and like I shared, fitness and health declines really fast once you stop doing something about it, and it takes so long to get back, but it goes it away so fast. Oh, right, you stop for yes. one week, you notice it two weeks faster, and it builds momentum in the opposite direction. That's why it's important, and that's what we're going to set you up at the end of your reverse diet, so that you do minimal amounts of exercise but enough to stimulate muscle growth, enough to keep your heart healthy. It will increase your food as much as possible so that you get to eat a lot of food and minimal amounts of exercise so that you can easily sustain that for life. Yes. So that it's not a huge demand and stressor on your lifestyle, right? Because I, I can't even imagine having to train like six days a week, two hours every single time and having to live on 1300 calories forever. Like that's not a, that's not a way yeah. to live. It's not fun. No, right. Not fun at all. Yep. Good analogy. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. So just Mr. Miyagi at the end, you'll have <laughs> your first fight with life. <laughs> yes, exactly. Awesome. Um, well, Julie, I, I always like to ask this question to people. Um, so for the mem for there's members listening to the podcast, there's people that are potentially members in the future. There's complete strangers listening to the podcast. If there is someone that connected with your story that is in a similar position that you were in, right? And Throughout the years of COVID, we've had a lot of nurses come into the program because I was like, that was a rough patch. Like I need to take care of myself. So if there's still nurses or other people that were in the same shoes as you that um, kind of went through a similar thing, like everyone wanted to support, but was bringing them donuts and pizza. Yeah. And they're like, I need to like do better now. Um, if they're on the fence, what is something that you would share with them from you being on the flip side now of the story? So if you're on the fence, um, I would like them to think about doing something for themselves. And it might be hard because you're not used to doing for um, yourself. You're used to doing for others. And that was the big thing. Spending the money, knew it was going to be time commitment, knew I was going to have to buy new groceries and do other things. Um, but look at me on the other side. It's worth it. Um, I, I swear my face is brighter. My hair is better. There's so many other advantages I'm not carrying around that extra weight. Um, the other day I walked my little Shih Tzu and he's blind and deaf basically. And he got tired and couldn't make it. And I picked him up and he's 16 pounds and I could hardly make it to the house because I mean, I had to walk up a hill and I told my husband, I was like, this is what I had on my body. This is 16 pounds. Like this is what I had on me. And it was hard to make it up that hill then when it was just on me. And so, yeah. I felt better. And so you start to see these things in life that start to flourish and be better for you. Um, you're not, you know, your gut doesn't hurt. Um, you're not going to the bathroom a lot because you ate cheese and all these other things and clothes are starting to fit better. So I say, take the chance and take the risk. And I, you will not be sorry whenever you commit to yourself. Um, and it is consistency. 
So, um, and they're there to support you. So don't think you're going to be alone. Um, so just go for it. Cause I don't know anything bad that could come out of it. I mean, anything bad. And let's say at first you don't succeed. Then you try, you try again. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, the good thing is, have you had to buy new clothes yet? I bought some new, um, some new, but, um, uh, yeah, I mean, it's kind of fun. I kind of try to, since this also, I've tried to minimize things that I'm buying and doing, you know, and that's another yeah. thing that comes from this. Um, and so I'm like, oh, those jeans were tight before I can wear them now a little loose or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, I have bought some, but yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. It is a part that comes with it. It does. I'm happy you're embracing a little bit of like minimalism. Yes. Um, I am too, as you can tell by my office, I'm, I'm literally selling everything I own because yeah. <laughs> um, we're going to move to another country. So yes, I'm I trying to like keep yes. it minimal. Yeah. Um, so I'm happy that you're embracing that. Yep. I am. Awesome. Well, uh, Julie, I just want to say a massive thank you for you to take the time um, to jump on this call, uh, jump on this call, jump on this podcast recording. Sorry. I'm on like 20 calls a day. Uh, yeah, I appreciate you. I appreciate your time. I'm really proud of you for the transformation that you did. Like you did all the hard work. You showed up when it wasn't convenient. You showed up even when you didn't want to. Um, and I'm really happy that you have a good supporting partner and environment around you uh, of people that are there for you. And I know that everyone's around you is really proud of you uh, because it is a hard thing to do because if it was easy, everyone would be doing it. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, it wouldn't be that hard to convince people to do something nice for them <laughs> to improve their health. Right. So I'm proud of you. Keep up the awesome work and um, I will see you on the app. Yes. Thank you so much. I appreciate all the effort and time you guys put into the program. Thank you. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the episode and would like to support, please share it with others that would benefit from it. Share it on social media and be sure to leave a five-star rating and review. You can also follow me on Instagram at Maxim underscore official and on YouTube at FitVegan. The links will also be in the show notes. I'll see you in the next episode.